0: Everybody, I'm Arthur. And I'm Jared, and you're listening to I'm Persia. Brought to you by Welcome back, everybody. Here we are. We took our very first ever break. Needed a week for the holidays, but here we are once again. It's your two favorite boys. I'm Jared. To the side of my screen is ABG. How are you doing this week, man?
1: I'm all right, bro. You know, just uh, just trying to stay stay COVID-free and as safe as possible.
0: Yeah, and, you know, speaking of COVID, before we uh, talk about our quick Thanksgiving holidays, you want to discuss what happened after Thanksgiving for you?
1: Well, actually, this happened the night before Thanksgiving, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: during Thanksgiving, like the next day. So, I get off work the night before Thanksgiving, and I start feeling like I... Have a huge headache coming on, and I'm like, oh man, and I, I start feeling the fever and stuff, and I'm like, yo, I, I'm I probably am getting COVID, and then I wake up the next day on Thanksgiving, and I'm talking about my head is thumping, I got the fever, my throat is dry, like I'm like, yo, I'm about to die, bro. It's over for me. AG has COVID. He's getting he's getting out. He's out of the game. R.I.P. But uh but no, I uh actually went and took a test and I didn't have COVID.
0: Yeah, and yeah, for all the listeners, uh you know, your throat was pretty sore. So we uh that was actually one of the factors that led to us not recording during the holidays last week.
1: That's true. Like I could barely talk, bro. Like it was that bad.
0: Yeah. And I was I mean, I was busy with family too, but uh you know, it was best. You know, we've never had a break before. So it 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 turned out okay for Thanksgiving. We'll probably take another one for Christmas or something, you know, spend time with the family.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. But um, I just like it was it was pretty sad to me because I had this whole Thanksgiving planned out. Like, uh, a, my girlfriend was coming, and uh, we were gonna you know have dinner with my mom and everybody, and then I was gonna go to her mom's house. And have dinner and stuff, and it just threw a damp on that because i I didn't want to get everybody sick
0: I understand, and you were uh I mean you were basically kind of worried because you had a family member that tested positive, you know that's close to you uh, in your household, and uh did you think? Maybe there are some like precautions not taken uh, since everybody talks about wearing masks and everything else. Well, the crazy thing is, we kind of took
1: precautions. Like if they were using the bathroom and stuff, then we would like disinfect everything and uh, say I got take out some food or something like that. I would leave it at their door, and they would, they would come and get it. We didn't really have that much contact so I mean so I think we, did, we did everything good good because I mean I didn't end up contracting COVID-19 so
0: yeah I mean I don't know uh it almost sounds like you had it and in a way you tested negative so I mean hey who knows I've had to get tested before and it's not fun it's not fun anyways, but.
1: Well, the worst part about my test is I had to give the test to my stuff. <laughs> so I was sitting in my car just in the CVS parking lot, just like with the swabs up my nose. And like, I didn't know if I was pushing it far enough or anything like that. And so.
0: No, okay. So you went up your nose, right? Yeah. Okay, dude. I'm just going to say this right now. I think you probably had COVID. Cuz if you went straight up your nose, that's like not the the uh proper way to administer that test. Well,
1: like I mean, I didn't like go straight up my nose, but like they told me to, you know, stick it in there, swab it around and hold it for like 15 seconds or whatever. And I mean, I did I did all that, and I mean, it came
0: back negative. I'm just gonna say, like, so I've had two tests, and here's basically a picture for anybody that is. And I know that anybody that's had a had an actual test administered to them by like doctors, this is kind of how it goes. So the swab shouldn't really go directly up your nose, right? It's supposed to go crap. This webcam is killing me. Hold on. It's supposed to go like that. <laughs> yeah. So I know so it's that's gonna... like
1: that's like all the way in the back of somebody's nose.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to go at like an angle downwards but basically and this is something I learned when I was in the army and I had to do medical courses um, that that sideways there's an airway right here going from your nose down and it's called the nasopharyngeal airway or an NPA and when I've had the COVID test administered they go down that way every single time so it's not like up but it's more so like down to the side And the rapid testing I've gotten done, that doctor basically murdered me because he was just, like, stabbing me. And the state test I got done from a Colorado Urgent Care, they just went really nice and slow, um, which is much better than what the the rapid test was for me. But, yeah, uh, on a self-administered test, I'm telling you, this is every test I've gotten so far. And I've taken three COVID tests this year. Um, It was going this way. Like in your nose and down. It wasn't ever like a swab up. Oh well.
1: I don't know. Maybe I did have it.
0: Maybe <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, now that you say it was like self-administered, I think more. I think more along the lines that you probably had it and you just administered your test wrong.
1: I mean, I was only sick for like. Three days,
0: so... I mean, hey, there's people that test positive and they're, like, symptom-free. So, you never know. I'm just saying that... That's true, that's true. Based off the fact that somebody in your household tested positive and you administered your own test but you was having all the symptoms, uh, I would probably lean towards that you had it.
1: Well, I mean, I still took took the necessary precautions, I I mean I didn't I never really left my room I definitely didn't leave my
0: house. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, the good news is you're fine, but uh, I didn't know that part of the story that you administered it yourself. And yeah, now, it, now yeah, I'm thinking.
1: My, oh, it was garbage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm telling you the 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 very first test I had. Um, they tell me to sit outside the urgent care and the doctor who takes the test she came out in like a full hazmat suit dude i'm just sitting there in a chair and she's like in a hazmat suit she's got the little swabs and everything and she she was the nicest she was the nicest uh person that administered a test for me because the second doctor i had he came in there i think he was just wearing some latex gloves but no i don't even think he was wearing a face mask because we were in Cheyenne when i took that test and there's no mask mandate in Wyoming so, uh, he just, like, swabbed the heck out of me a couple times. Hmm.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, mom was self-administered, so she just handed me the pack, gave me, like, a 15-second rundown of what I should do, and was like, get to
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, we're gonna start printing out shirts that said "ABG had COVID."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, even though, even though I always say wear a mask and stuff, you can still you can still get COVID even with the masks.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can get it doing anything now. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, how was uh how was? Well, I guess your Thanksgiving kind of sucked in that sense, uh, not being able to do anything.
1: It was. It so was. We didn't what about not, you? How was yours?
0: We didn't really do anything special. My uh, sister Molly was in town, um, and typically every single year we'll get a turkey from Honey Baked Ham. I'll buy like some turkey that they make in the store, and you have to pick it up like the day before, but it's... It's really, it's really good. Um, and we just, we we never really cook our own turkeys. It, it seems like a, a long process. But this year, I, uh, I missed the order for Honey Baked Ham. So I could not go pick it up the day before. And so Thanksgiving came around. They were closed, obviously. So we ended up with uh, my wife, our two boys, and Molly... We um, got McDonald's and we went to the mountains and had a nice Thanksgiving uh, dinner.
1: A nice Thanksgiving picnic of McDonald's in the in the mountains.
0: Yeah. Uh, surprisingly more nice than you think. It wasn't our typical Thanksgiving, but man, it was uh, it was pretty nice. But at the end of the day, you know, as long as you're with family, that's really all that counts.
1: Exactly. And that's really what I like about holidays. And that's what I felt like I was robbed of uh, this Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. And I've seen uh, a bunch of politicians in the news lately that's not getting a lot of coverage, uh, of course. But um, politicians that were traveling after telling the residents of their counties and cities not to during Thanksgiving... (laughs)
1: Oh, I saw a map of people traveling for the for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was it was so many people, so many planes going in and out of everywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, man,
0: it's crazy. Well, like uh, you know, California's governor was caught without a mask at a party for people over 50. And that didn't really make headline news. All he said was I've just got to do better, and the news forgot about it, even though he just imposed new restrictions on restaurants and everything. And he was having a party with people over fifty. And then, the mayor of Denver, uh, down here, surprisingly, he has—I don't know what the backstory is—but his wife and kids are uh, are located in Missouri, and he had literally told the residents of Denver to stay inside and not make any travel plans for the holidays he was caught at the airport getting ready to board a plane to go see his wife and, uh, and his family in Missouri and then of course when he's asked about it he's like yeah you know I wasn't really thinking about it I had already made these plans and so I was just gonna travel to see my family since they're in Missouri uh, but yeah what about everybody else in Denver dude you're telling your residents to not travel and all these politicians are looking like hypocrites.
1: Yeah, man, that's a sounds like some new moves are being made on their parts.
0: Like, I mean, it's it's kind of dumb cuz even the uh governor of New York Cuomo was going to have his like 89-year-old mother come into town before people started criticizing him and he canceled those plans like uh like just stop being a hypocrite. you know that you want to travel to see your families during the holidays, and all the other citizens are going to do it, so you might as well just say, uh, travel safely.
1: yeah, I mean because you can't you can't stop anybody from traveling. of course if it's if it's open, they're gonna do it,
0: yeah, and even now, like my uh, my airline that I typically fly on Southwest, uh, starting this month december first they they had an open middle seat policy and they were the last ones to keep it in place but even starting in December, they removed it because everybody's looking to travel for the holidays and the airlines aren't gonna get rid of that money because they lost a ton earlier this year so uh yeah oh yeah you know it's gonna it's probably gonna be worse during christmas wow. the the county and um the county we live in, you know, it shut all the restaurants back down. Uh, and the schools, and there's there's like no timetable on it. But it happened right before Thanksgiving, so we we're kind of assuming it's just at least until the New Year's, after everybody's done traveling.
1: Yeah, most likely. So I mean Ain't ain't nothing really changed around here, so I mean there's yeah. I see less and less people wearing masks every day, so.
0: Well, you give it another month and everybody in Georgia will have already had COVID, so they probably won't need them.
1: <laughs> True. So, uh... Especially me. I guess I did have COVID, so.
0: Yeah, you probably did. You probably did. Uh, yeah, man. I'm... I could go all day, because uh, I'm taking precautions out here, but I'm I'm also not going to be a hypocrite. So I could I could go off all day about these politicians who are being hypocritical of their own policies.
1: Yeah.
0: But I mean, hey, that is what it is. Uh, you know what? What else did we have on the dock today?
1: Um. Uh... You know, we're gonna talk about those uh, mysterious monoliths that's been popping up everywhere.
0: That's true. That's true. The first one occurred in Utah. That was being that was found just from uh, what was it? They were just counting bighorn sheep in their in their helicopters, the state, and they just happened to see like this this uh, reflection in the desert. So they go down and find the monolith.
1: Yeah, and, like, was there... Are there any writings on her? Or is it just, like, a structure?
0: No, it's typically just... I mean, it's it's literally just, like, a triangular steel monolith. If you've ever seen... Um, have you ever seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? Like, the old 1968 film? No. Yeah, it, it basically looks the exact same as the monolith that appeared in that movie. Uh, which was why everybody thought that the uh, person that probably put it there in the first place was just a fan of the movie and if I can pull it up
1: oh okay I mean the only uh, the only Kubrick movie I've ever seen is the Full Metal Jacket
0: yeah no man that's from 2001 The Space Odyssey oh okay so, uh but I mean so,
1: it's more than, you know, just in Utah. You said there was one in, there's one in Romania.
0: Yeah, there's one in Romania that popped up and California and Colorado now except uh the one in Utah that was originally found has been since removed.
1: They uh but um what do you what do you so you think it's uh, just people of the movie? I mean, a lot of people love the movie, but people that are fans of the movie.
0: I think the first one was uh I think the one that was initially discovered in Utah probably just a fan of the film. Um because the backdrop in that desert in Utah is kind of similar to how it looks in the movie. So I think it's very uh possible that the original artist or whoever you want to call it that put it there uh probably just a fan of the movie the one that was discovered in romania in california uh and possibly colorado or more than likely copycats in my opinion but uh you can't rule out colorado being the original artist just because of the uh geographical location with utah being so close um so you can't really rule it out that the one in Colorado was the original artist, but the ones in California and Romania, they kind of look a little too different to me from the Utah one. So I think those are probably just copycats of the Utah artist.
1: But they're copycats. Like, how how fast are people making these these models?
0: I mean, if they've got, like, a... If they've got a wood shop where they can cut sheet metal and weld and uh, do things like that, I don't think it would take more than, like, what, 10 to 12 hours to build one of these monoliths. They they don't seem that complicated. The most complicated part uh, probably seems putting it in the ground. Okay. So... I mean hey I'm not a I'm not a construction uh, you know. I'm hoping. Hmm?
1: I'm hoping nothing more than that. It's like some uh, elaborate rollout for a new Kanye West album.
0: <sighs> isn't it like uh I mean I don't know if he's made a sequel since, but um isn't isn't he working on like a new Jesus is King album or something like that? Supposedly. Maybe his next album will be called Kanye uh, 2024. He ended
1: up being number one. On what? He ended up being number one on Billboard 200 uh, Gospel Artists.
0: Wow. Uh, That's not surprising. That's really not.
1: All right. Hey, give me a second, dog. I'll be right
0: back. All right. I mean, yeah, the Kanye West thing—it doesn't really surprise me because uh, I think a lot of uh, people that listen to like the gospel and Christian albums listen to normal music, anyways, like pop, rap, hip hop, all that. So the fact that when when you have an artist, especially of like Kanye's stature, recording an album like that, uh, it doesn't surprise me that he made it to the top. That's
1: true, that's true i wonder if I wonder if gospel artists feel slighted you know in a, in a little bit because like I mean he comes from a make in this just you know traditional hip hop you know, and it's not considered gospel i mean even though it does have traces of you know of of God being in his his life and stuff like that, but now it being so prevalent in his music that he doesn't even cuss. And, I mean, he named his album Jesus is King. So, I mean, I don't know. If I was a gospel artist, I'd be like, how's he just going to come up in here and do what we do?
0: Like I said, man, it's not surprising. I think uh, especially if you know, you know, about the, about the um, you know, the big church, the big church names where I don't think – These pastors and, like, gospel singers, at least the really famous ones, are in it for the right reasons. I think a lot of them are in it for the money anyways. And to me... Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, hey, Kanye might be crazy, but, uh... I mean, as far as, like, a Christian standpoint, he's kind of, uh... He's kind of like that person you want to see happen anyways. Like, um, if you're a Christian you shouldn't be doing anything except rooting for the guy because uh, you're supposed to want everybody to come to the gospel anyways.
1: Yep, that's true. I mean, yeah,
0: you ain't lying. That's what they're supposed to do. I'm not saying that's what's happening, but that's what you're supposed to do.
1: That's right, that's right.
0: So, I mean, hey, you know how it is. Um, but anyways, we've got a uh, we've got a pretty short podcast for you folks here on um, our return from Thanksgiving and the holidays. As we all know, Arthur and I are um, quite the Star Wars fans. Even today, we've got I've got my shirt back on from the anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Our boy ABG, yes, uh, which Yes, which, sir. Star which Wars. movie is that? Is that based off one of the uh one of the episodes?
1: That that looks like kinda like uh, an original kind of like posters or something maybe for Star Wars.
0: I was gonna say it almost looks like it nearly looks like Empire Strikes Back because I don't think it's New Hope.
1: Yeah, like it doesn't have a uh it doesn't have a movie, you know, name on it. It just yeah. says Star Wars.
0: I mean, a, and uh, speaking of Star Wars, spoiler alerts, if necessary, if you watch The Mandalorian, that's about to be the topic we're getting into in the final minutes here. Um, we're quite the fans of The Mandalorian, and this past episode, what was it, six on the season? Because now there's two left.
1: It is, uh, there's two so more left.
0: It was... Uh, it was it was quite the episode i i uh had a fun time watching it, even though it was only like twenty three minutes
1: yeah true yeah spoiler alert if you haven't seen the newest episode or if you haven't watched the season at all, you might as well turn it off because we're about to get we're about to get spoiler heavy right now <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show up to this point because uh I mean we're about to get into it but um you said you enjoyed the episode, right?
0: I did. Yeah, it was it was uh, really fun to watch.
1: I mean, I loved it too. And then, like, my I, I thought it was kind of my favorite part of the episode, like, screw all the 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 Star Wars lore that happened. I was I was excited to see who it was directed by. Oh yeah, Robert Rodriguez.
0: Yeah, man. I think uh, he even came out and said that he wasn't the first choice to direct that episode. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I can't remember what he said, but uh, I just read an article the other day where he lamented over the fact that he was not the original um, choice to direct that one. Oh, man, I wonder who that first choice was. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, hey, we can look it up while we're talking here. I can, I can look it up. I don't know if it says who, uh, if he mentioned anybody that was the favorite, but I thought he did a pretty good job.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I thought I thought he did a great job. It was one of my favorite episodes, and really just because of what he got to show. I mean. A huge point in the in the, in Star Wars lore, Bubba Fett coming back and getting his, his armor back.
0: Yeah, that moment was really cool. Um, yep, yeah, so I'm on the I'm on the article right now from Screen Rant, and Robert Rodriguez reveals he was last minute replacement, and the director was unnamed. But basically, they left the show, and um, so they brought him on really quick to uh, direct it.
1: Wow. So, huh? I wonder why they why they left. That's got to be crazy.
0: Maybe something bigger happened or creative like, differences. That's
1: a. Yeah, probably the creative differences. But that's a big, that's a huge placement to have.
0: I mean, hey in my mind if Robert Rodriguez can handle spy kids I want him on for the Mandalorian
1: oh yeah absolutely I mean you know uh he's got some some movie coming out right uh we can be heroes
0: yeah yeah
1: it's uh, like a sequel to uh shark boy and lava girl
0: yeah, uh well I don't think it's a sequel I think they're in it um, but it's more Yeah, I mean I think
1: the I think the main character is like they're their child,
0: yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. So that's, a, I mean, that's a sequel, eh, kind of, sort of, a
1: spiritual successor,
0: yeah, dude. Speaking um, of spy case, okay, so- or no, shark boy and lava girl, I just got to point out that Robert Rodriguez has props in my book for making the craziest movie villain. That you ever see in George Lopez in that big screen CGI body? Oh yeah, George Lopez.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was definitely classic. But um, so I mean, this doesn't really have much to do with this newer episode. It's more like last week. What did you think? What do you think of uh, Baby Yoda's name?
0: Oh yeah, uh, Groku. Grogu, sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm already slipping it up. Uh, well, I don't know uh, about like the history of his name, but um, honestly, uh, it, it's actually better in my opinion that he finally has a name, so uh, they can start actually calling him something other than a kid or child, and. Uh, coming back to this week's episode, like literally the first two minutes is like Den, who some may have forgotten, but that's the name of the Mandalorian.
1: Um, oh, yeah, Den John.
0: Yeah, because they don't mention it. I think they've only said it like once or twice in the entire series, and it was in season one. Um, yeah. But basically, him and Grogu were having like this really father son moment, like at the beginning of the episode already. It's like...
1: uh Oh, that was a cue back and forth, dude.
0: Yeah, it was already, like, better for... When he's just, like... Yeah.
1: When he's just, like, saying his name over again, he's just like, Grogu, and then he keeps looking up, and he's, like, ah, nice.
0: Yeah, and so, yeah, that was, like, a... It was kind of, like, a nice father-son moment. I... I'm surprised... Well, I guess I'm not surprised, because Jon Favreau, he's not really afraid to pull... Um, to pull the all the stops when it comes to this series, but when they blew up the Razor Crest at at the end of the episode, I'm like, Good Lord! I said, <laughs> I said they stripping my man Din of everything. My
1: heart, bro. Like, not only did his did his newly adopted son get uh, abducted by the Empire and Moff Gideon but they blew up the razor crest I can't like, believe they did that
0: Yeah, I know. I'm 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 surprised. Uh, and if we're going to talk about opinions and maybe we can have a guest back on next week to discuss the Mandalorian and everything else with us but if I had to, if I had to guess off a direction where I see the show headed, I obviously I think anybody could guess that Grogu's not going to leave with the Jedi. Like, I don't think a, a Jedi is going to take him at all. Um, because him and Din are obviously meant to be. But I would think... I would suggest that for the first time we're actually going to see like a Mandalorian kind of join the Jedi...
1: Well, I mean, I mean, there was already a Mandalorian that was a Jedi.
0: Which one?
1: That's how that's that's how the uh, the dark saber. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, came about.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Because the the saber that that uh that Moff Gideon has. Is yeah, the, is the old dark saber that that I mean I forget it I forget their name but it was a Mandalorian that was a that was a Jedi.
0: But that's not in like uh, movie culture yet, right? It's, it was just the Clone Wars no. and Rebels.
1: Yeah, it, it was. Um, it was in Clone Wars, but I think they told. I mean, they. It, the story goes all the way back to like you know the the legends.
0: Yeah, I think. So. Uh, I mean, I think that's where the show's headed. I think Din's probably going to end up in the ways of the Jedi and sticking with Grogu.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he'll he have to figure out if he's Force-sensitive or not, right?
0: I mean, I guess so. Does it even matter anymore? I mean, technically, all these people that even have the Force, 50% of the Jedi turn to the dark side anyways.
1: That's true, a lot of them do,
0: so if that's what the prequels taught us, it's like uh, never trust a Jedi on the council to begin with
1: <laughs> um, but back to sorry, kinda kind of go back to grogu, I like his name so much because I mean the only he's one of the only three of his species. That, uh, that's kind of like official canon that's been shown a lot and that's Yoda Yaddle
0: and now Grogu yeah I like it I like the name a lot and like
1: that I I, I don't know I just feel like they have the they have perfect they have perfect names for their species
0: the, the previous episode though with uh, Ahsoka you know she kind of she kind of suggested that Grogu has been training for a while before, like the injury and everything else happened, where he was taken away and used for like the DNA and experiments. Uh, she she kind of suggests. Oh, yeah, I mean, what he's like he's like two hundred years old, right? Yeah, I'm not sure uh, at what rate their species gets older. You know. Because he's still like a baby. Yoda was like Yoda was like thousands of years old. Was he? I'm
1: I'm pretty sure he was. I mean, you can you can look it up, but I'm I'm pretty sure like, uh, Grogu is like 200 years old or something, because Ahsoka said that he was trained by many Jedi.
0: Says Yoda was 900.
1: Oh nine hundred. Okay.
0: At his age of death.
1: I thought he. I thought he hit a couple thousand.
0: Nope. So I guess they don't live that long.
1: So how? So how old is Grogu then? I I thought it was a a couple a couple hundred years, but it might have been a hundred.
0: Uh. Wiki says. Wiki says he's about fifty years old. Is it fifty? Yeah,
1: yo, I I I gotta take the Star Wars shirt off because I thought I thought I had the official news and I was wrong on uh, I was wrong on both of their ages. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: Nah, it's fine. I mean, hey, that's okay. It's probably been a while. I haven't watched um. I haven't watched the original trilogy and the. Uh, Quite a while. It's probably been over a year at this point.
1: That's true. Okay, so after I watched that uh, last week's episode with Ahsoka. Yeah. I finished up the last season of Clone Wars and then I watched the the prequel movies. Like I've been I've been kinda Star Wars out for the past week.
0: What made you want to watch the prequel movies?
1: Well just because it's the same time period as Clone Wars.
0: I, uh, I like, there's only, um, there's basically like two characters I like in the entire prequel. Actually, we'll go three, because I kind of like Obi-Wan. I mean, he's an honorable mention for me, but most of the prequel is just bland story. Um, I think, I think Ewan McGregor, he's going to do a way better job when it comes to his series on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but... Like Hayden Christensen when he's dark Anakin in Revenge of the Sith is really good to me. I mean, the dude is just ruthless. He's out here killing kids. He gets his legs chopped off at the end of the film. And he's just like burning to death before he becomes, uh Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, so I like that. And uh, Darth Maul. Yeah, I, I just wish they kind of
1: use Maul more in, yeah, me- uh the prequels. And that's why I like the Clone Wars so much, because they were able to really flesh out his character. And so yeah. by the by the end of uh Clone Wars, not gonna lie, you're kinda rooting for Darth Maul. Yeah. Which is wild. Have you have you finished the last season? No. Have you watched any of the Clone Wars?
0: I've watched like one season, dude. <laughs>
1: Well, basically, kind of like at the end of Clone Wars, uh, Darth Maul kind of has this vision of Anakin turning to the dark side. And this whole... Like, he pretty much sees uh, Order 66 happening and everything, and he he figures out that, um, you know, Palpatine's true true self. And so he kind of tries to... He, he tries to prevent that, hmm. and I'm like, man, I—I I mean, I know he's not, but I kind of hope that that Darth Maul succeeds.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard obviously even good things about it from you. I just gotta, I just gotta start watching it and uh, be able to finish it. Uh, I mean, I'll probably have time soon after the holidays, but yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah man, it's uh the Mandalorian's really good and like I said the prequel movies I think George Lucas got ahead of himself with uh, using CGI when he figured out he could do it because uh the prequels just have like this weird mess of CGI overuse and, oh, yeah, the, for sure. and the fights historically with the exception of Obi Wan and Anakin at the end. They get way worse than they were in the original trilogy. Um, like when Anakin, what? Like when Anakin is facing Count Dooku, and it, he basically like cuts the lights off, so all you see is their faces and the lights in the dark. They're That's not pretty even, cool. They're not even fighting. You're just you're just seeing their face. It looks cool. I think you need to go back and watch it after we get done recording because it's not that cool. Go go to YouTube and check out, like, 10 seconds of it. It's not really that good.
1: But, uh, man, my favorite character, the prequels, of course, dude.
0: Don't say CGI Yoda.
1: Me, sir. Jar Jar Binks. Okay,
0: yeah, okay. You yes, go, sir. You go with the most offensive character on the list. <laughs>
1: Dude, I love Jar Jar, dude. He's such an idiot. Yeah, but he's a lovable idiot.
0: I don't think he's as offensive as people make him out to be, but he wouldn't be my favorite character.
1: You're right. But, no, nah, I mean, just just because, of like, he has this sheer, like, dumb luck. And he's just hilarious. He's a bumbling fool.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: And then he, like, somehow, like, fails upward to be able to have a seat on the, on the, uh, in the Senate. It happens. Listen, I'm trying to fail upwards like that.
0: And honestly, you know, you see instances of TV characters like that where people fail upwards uh, but it actually happens because I know terrible leaders you know that keep getting promoted and everything and I just don't know how it happens
1: uh, I don't know the biggest uh, fell upwards maybe our 45th president
0: I mean <laughs> did he fail upwards I thought his first campaign was pretty good as far as strategy
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna ruffle
0: some feathers with that but I, I don't know. I feel like he fell upwards. I don't think he was equipped for the job, but uh, he 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 uh, knew his base pretty well. He knew how to campaign.
1: That's true. So, but um, so what? Also, what did you think of seeing Ahsoka in in live action form, played by
0: Rosario Dawson? She was pretty good. Yeah, I thought she was really good in the role. Um, I hope, because I know they're doing a Mandalorian prequel series, um, I don't know if it's actually going to be based on the Mandalorian still, but I think with Rosario Dawson being so good, she she definitely needs to have like some type of bigger role in a series here. Well, I mean
1: the Clone Wars was basically almost told through her eyes. Yeah. And um, she has a, I think she has a pretty big role in Rebels. I mean, I haven't seen Rebels yet, but I mean, of course those are, well, and Clone Wars is her being young and then she gets old and she's older and um, Rebels. Yep. But I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I, I feel like it, I would want want them to take the Mandalorian like prequel show in a different direction.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've, uh, they've referenced it in the Mandalorian and even in a few series where they talk about uh, like the Mandalorian civil wars and everything else. Like, you know, basically the history of their culture. And yeah. I, don't, I wonder if they're developing a series to kind of focus on the FETS and, uh, like the Civil Wars for the Mandalorians.
1: Yeah, I mean, that would be a really good show.
0: Yeah. And, um,
1: or maybe they could bring the, uh, story of the Darksaber to, to live action.
0: Yeah, they probably could. I, uh, yeah, they probably could. They probably could. Although, but... I mean, as far as, like, film lore goes, it's, it's really kind of neat to see uh, the changing sides of the Mandalorians because historically they're they're not really on like the good side most of the time.
1: Yeah, not really. I mean, they they had a a very big fall now with the Jedi. So
0: yeah. So I mean, hey, I don't know, but um, God, what's her name? I'm trying to think of the uh, other episode, Bo-Katan. Are you talking about bo Yeah, with uh, Katie Sackhoff. What did you think yeah. about her? I mean, because I mean,
1: I've watched uh, Clone Wars, seeing, seeing that character, you know, older and, uh, you know, just brought to life on screen, I was geeking out. <laughs>
0: I I hear that the prequel series they're developing actually involves Bo-Katan. I mean,
1: that's that's even that's gonna make me even happier.
0: Yeah, and Katie Sackhoff, man, she's she's a really good actress. She can, oh yeah, I think she'd be really good. Now, there was a series on Netflix where she just played a role, and uh, it was called like. Almost home or away, something like that. Another sci fi thing where she's some captain on a spaceship and they're leaving their families to go make alien contact. Uh, that series was not good, and I am glad <laughs> that it got canceled because I couldn't even make it past the first episode. Their whole thing was um, they called it, it was like it's like Lost in Space, but R rated because all of our astronauts cuss. I'm like, okay, that doesn't make the show good.
1: Yeah, that's not gonna make it good.
0: <laughs> so, it it was a god awful show. But I I do like a lot of Katie Sackhoff's work. Um, and so I think that's... she'd be really good in The Mandalorian as a as like a lead character playing like Bo Katan in a prequel series. Oh yeah,
1: that's like saying Logan is the best X Men movie just because he can cuss in there.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's not the case because uh, an like making a film R rated doesn't make it better. Like the story yeah, still not. The story still has to be good.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Logan was a case of it being uh, R rated and still being a really good story.
0: It's true, and now that we're on the topic of R rated films, and maybe we'll circle back to the Mandalorian real quick after this, but um. They are saying that Deadpool three is finally in development at Marvel. And it is planned finally, finally yeah. It is planned to be rumored, uh planned to be R rated still.
1: I feel like they would be doing themselves even more than themselves, they'll be they'll be doing their fans a disservice to try to come in and change any of that. I, I because... think it might what they I mean, were dude, doing with those films like it it obviously worked very well. So if, so if they if they thought that they would come in and change it and make it something totally different. I mean, they would just lose a lot of people with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and uh didn't Deadpool and Deadpool 2 make like the most money an R-rated film has ever made like across yeah. the globe? Yeah. So I yeah, I think it would have been dumb to uh make Deadpool like PG-13 and at some point the bigger that Disney gets you have to think um you know when are they going to stop caring about like the family scene because they own so many properties and movies and films like I'm I'm actually appalled at how much they've censored things on Disney Plus because of how it aired previously in theaters and on TV um, there's gotta be like some form of content where you can say hey this is like an adult profile or we're gonna have this section of movies called like Marvel uh, you know Marvel Black or something kinda like DC's doing in their color segments, color sections where you can just say hey this is Marvel Black, these films are gonna be R-rated and that's just how it is but because disney is still like tagged to it i think they're so afraid of people being offended and everything but they're getting to a point where they own a lot of stuff to be worried about offending people i mean they're already talking about merging hulu now with disney plus
1: well i mean i mean what uh, disney already technically owns hulu
0: right yeah, they own like 70% of the shares, so they, they basically own it.
1: Yeah, I was saying, I mean, because because uh, you already get a bundle of Hulu and Disney Plus and uh, ESPN Plus. And because, I mean, Disney owns pretty much all of uh, ESPN, too.
0: And they just bought out Fox, not their news, but all their movies and TV properties, so...
1: And yeah, Fox had already had a deal with Hulu. And, yeah. I mean, that that was, that was pretty much just icing on the cake.
0: Yeah, I just think at some point they got to be – they they shouldn't be afraid to have adult content just because of how much they own, you know. Um, like, to me, the uh, Marvel series on Netflix, where those are R-rated, huge success in my opinion. Like, I oh, would yeah. – i would love for another season of like the punisher but i don't know if it's ever going to happen because um i think after this year disney can start making them again because the rights will revert back but i don't know if they're going to do it r-rated for their disney plus platform i i would hope they would because man like daredevils last season was really good the punisher both seasons to me were amazing Luke Cage was really good. I didn't care too much for uh, Iron Fist, but Jessica Jones was really good too.
1: I mean, I I really liked Iron Fist. I don't know. A lot of people don't like Iron Fist. I don't know. I I enjoyed it.
0: It's boring. Eh. The story is, like, extremely boring.
1: I don't know. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it.
0: He walks into, a, like, a martial arts course, and you already know that he's going to fall in love with the teacher because that's just how it's set up.
1: I'm sorry, bro. Give me one second.
0: All right. But, yeah, man, I don't know. I I would just hope that uh, Disney's not afraid to produce good content even though Iron Fist was boring. To you. To a lot of people. That one probably wouldn't get renewed,
1: yeah, probably not i I, I like how it ended,
0: yeah i'm i'm ash- i'm uh I'm ashamed that they basically probably knew Luke Cage was going to get cancelled because of the whole Disney rights, and they left us with the cliffhanger that happened at the end of his uh two seasons, yeah, so like I said, hopefully that one comes back. Um, when Disney figures out how to get their content for adults out, um, and maybe it could just go to Hulu, you know, if they, uh, decide to do something like that. That could work. Say, uh, Hulu is for the adults and Disney Plus is strictly for the family content.
1: Hulu, for adults only.
0: I mean, hey, I'm just saying, we've, I think we've talked about it on the show where, um, There's movies and shows Like The Wizards of Waverly Place Where they literally Blur The mom's cleavage On Disney Plus Even though That definitely didn't happen When like they You know Aired the show On their channel
1: Yeah Listen Cleavage ain't even bad dude No Like Disney Plus Afraid of titties Me Not afraid of titties
0: I think they're just afraid of backlash in this new social media world.
1: But what kind of backlash could you have from showing something that's already aired on on Disney Channel?
0: I have no idea. I don't know, but that's my opinion. I, I think Disney's scared of a lot of uh, problems on social media. Like they try to, <laughs> Well, there
1: goes my dog. Sorry, people.
0: Hey. But no, I think Disney just tries to avoid all that backlash, even though they clearly don't care anymore about their theme parks because they've got Disney World open back up nearly at full capacity. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, reverting back to The Mandalorian, based off of... So you've seen The Clone Wars, and you've obviously about to get your feet set in Rebels, but just based off, like, the standalone movies, like Solo, Rogue One, prequels, and the um, the original trilogy and the sequel, where do you place The Mandalorian? Is it, you know, is it up there with the original trilogy? Uh, I know it's definitely got to be above the prequels. Um...
1: I don't know. I feel like the Mandalorian you would have it would have to be in kind of like leagues with Rogue One and Solo, you know, something that's something that's not that's outside of you know, the regular like Skywalker saga or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, I would put that pretty much right next to Rogue 1 because Rogue 1 was amazing.
0: Do you call it 1A or is it below Rogue 1?
1: Uh Yeah, I mean I'll put Rogue 1 a a little bit above it just because just just for that one scene of Vader dude going absolutely <laughs> crazy on uh on those on those guys that's true. So, just that scene alone has it has it up there.
0: That's true. We need better villains in the uh, Star Wars universe now. Like, uh, Kylo Ren was basically always destined to turn out good. Oh, yeah. So, so we never got that full-on him killing his own people on the ship or getting really pissed off. I mean, Uh, when they went up, when him and Ray had that really big fight together, and he kills, uh, God, what's his face? I can't think of his name. His dad? No, 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 not his dad. The, uh, Emperor. Oh, you're
1: talking about Snoke?
0: Yeah, Snoke. Yeah, when he kills Snoke, and they get into that fight, that's a pretty good scene. Oh yeah! You never really see him going off on, uh, like Darth Vader.
1: It comes in in spurts, kinda. I mean, like when the the Rise of Skywalker opens, and he's just indiscriminately killing and you know pillaging all these uh, planets. Yeah like that was that was amazing obviously that red room fight scene was amazing uh him fighting with uh i mean his ex boys and the rise of skywalker that was a good scene
0: i mean i like the last jedi scene too where he's fighting against anakin
1: the last jedi
0: yeah you know the final battle where he gets out of the ship and he's going up against Anakin or force Anakin. Sorry. You talking about Luke? Yeah, yeah, Luke. Sorry. Oh, I was like I was <laughs> like, what you talking about, bro? <laughs> yeah, I mean Luke.
1: Oh yeah, that was that was really good too. Yeah. So I mean like I feel like I feel like you know, Kylo has his has his moments. But um Yeah, I, I feel like he he's kind of playing second fiddle to Ray the whole time.
0: Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, that was one thing you could always see coming that they were, they were basically connected the entire time, uh, which is kind of the same as the uh, previous films. At least the original trilogy, where like Luke and his father are connected like the entire time throughout.
1: Well, well yeah, I mean. That's cause like, that's his whole day. Basically, they ain't even related at all.
0: Yeah, but that's how those series go. They, I mean, they, it's it's a whole story thing. That's that's just basically how they set it up. True, true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, Mandalorian. It's it's pretty up there for me. I saw some feedback this week where um, people were, were responding negatively. They're like, "Oh, does he just go to another planet, does a job, and uh, say like basically uh, continues about his business?" And uh, people were like, "No, you obviously haven't been watching this season." I mean, so- yeah.
1: I mean, he's obviously on a journey to try to deliver Grogu to a Jedi
0: right and like honestly you could you could start to see that type of thing happening because he does go to planet to planet and he ends up doing different jobs for people while he's there um uh in that sense it does kind of become like formulaic but formulas work if the characters and story work oh yeah um, like the reasons why Uh, sitcoms like the Goldbergs on ABC start to get worn out is because they do the same things for, like, eight years. But if you continue to, like, you know, flesh it out and do different things, it can run for a long time. And even this series, out of, like, the six episodes they've aired, uh, he's, he's definitely more focused on completing this mission of delivering Grogu to the Jedi this season. It's not like he's just uh, just wandering planet to planet, trying to figure out what to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he definitely has a purpose in this season.
0: Yeah. That's true. But, um, and biggest think... spoiler – oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: So do you think that Grogu actually got in touch with a Jedi uh, while he was uh, on that rock?
0: That's a good question.
1: And if so, who?
0: That is a good question. I'm not sure. Because obviously Ahsoka said she would not train him. and I'm trying to think of remaining Jedi that would be alive that could pop up and train him.
1: I mean, pretty much all you got is Luke Skywalker and, um... Ezra from, uh... from Rebos.
0: Yeah. And that... that would basically be it. Um... I don't know. I I don't think so. Um... I would say they're teasing it, but... if I had to guess, I would say he didn't. Because they're... they're more so just... Um... focused on the relationship between, like, him and Den.
1: Yo, what if they go for, like, a dh Mark Hamill again <laughs> and put him in, like, the last episode?
0: That would be really crazy. That would be pretty crazy. But that wouldn't make sense to me, like, continuity-wise, yeah, I mean, because it wouldn't. if you bring in Luke, then you're basically retconning the entire new trilogy that you just made. Because everybody would be wondering where's Grogu. Uh
1: yeah. But I don't know. I I feel like they could figure out something. But it would also be redcon because technically right now and the Mandalorian story Lon, Tom and the Star Wars Tom Lon, Luke is training Leia right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying I don't I don't think they're going for the Luke the Luke Skywalker connection.
1: Yeah, that would be the ultimate dream, but I I don't I don't see where they would go with it.
0: I don't know. And which brings us to the biggest spoiler of Grogu being taken at the end. Do you um do you think that him and Din will be reunited by the end of the season? Or do we think that the final fight is going to leave in a pretty big cliffhanger?
1: I don't know. I don't see them doing that, uh, leaving a huge cliffhanger for the next season. I feel like if it will be a cliffhanger, it would kind of be like the one they they left it on uh, last season. Yep. You know, with Gideon having the dark saber and stuff. And you know, I, I I mean I feel like this is kind of the formula that shows should follow. Like set up the problem in the in the in like the first few episodes of the season. Shake it up really hard. Uh right before the end. And at the end, you know, I have it definitely not the same as, you know, as you left it off the previous season or maybe started it. But still, you know, kind of grounded and kind of happy, you know what I'm saying? not to leave it on, like, a huge, like, what's going to happen for the next season, you know?
0: Yeah. And my question is, um, Din should still have his jetpack, right? Because Baba didn't take – and all that happened was Din put his on the ground before the big shootout happened. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, he should still have his jetpack. Because I didn't see him pick it up to try and, you know, get Grogu at the end. Uh, Yeah, I thought uh, about that, too. I just thought that maybe it just got left in between the fight and he just tried to run up there. I don't know. I, I hope he still got his jetpack. I hope so, too. So... Hey, who knows? Who knows? We're a bunch of uh, we're a bunch of geeks here at, at unheard of, but thankfully most of our listeners are too.
1: We're thankful for for uh, our geek fan base.
0: Might be one or two of them that aren't so much into it as we are, but hey, oh well.
1: Hopefully, they turn it off by now. That's true. Or maybe they kept it on and were like, maybe I'll check this out. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh. Hey. But man, I'll tell you, it's um. Yeah, it's it's nice to be back. Good to be recording again. And uh, yeah, I'm glad we're back to it. You got any uh, closing thoughts for the week?
1: All right, closing thoughts. Uh, Number one. Watch The Mandalorian. Number two, watch the Clone Wars. Number three, I might have had COVID.
0: Definitely did.
1: (laughs) And number four, of course, you know, wear a mask. What about you, man?
0: Uh, Man, I would just have to say that I've had, um, excuse me, Along with family time, I've had some pretty crazy weeks at work, which, I mean, hey, it's made me realize that got to try and be the best at what you do every day, because sometimes things may fall in your favor. So, go out here, live life, do your best, and, uh, yeah, be safe. All right. So...
1: Well, tell the people where they can find you online, J-Ray.
0: Well, you know, I'm on the Twitter, at Jared Evans. Uh, I haven't been doing much tweeting during the holidays. Been uh, been pretty bland. I have been staying on Reddit, you know, looking at all my threads. But, nope, that's uh, that's where everybody can find me.
1: <laughs> you can find me on Twitter as well, at young, O underscore ABG and you can find us together as a podcast and a unit on Twitter at unheard underscore of pod and it's going to be the same on Instagram and Facebook search us up we'll be there and YouTube it's hard to find us there it's, it's hard to find us there on YouTube uh, best best thing to do is follow a link that we post to find us
0: follow a link follow a link or look up the exact episode title we've uh we've only got about 5 subscribers on YouTube so we're still new to the game and surprisingly there's a lot of people named unheard of on YouTube so we're hard to find yeah
1: but um But yeah, man. Uh, I'm glad to be back. Another week, another episode. Glad that our listeners get to listen to us for another week. So,
0: we're back. There we go. And, we are glad to be back. Don't be surprised if we take another week break or so come uh, Christmas time. Uh, I think we do a pretty good job of doing our thing every week for you all so when it comes time to the holidays you know what we uh we need our family time as well so you know just to give you all a heads up come holiday season maybe we record one maybe we record like a special holiday thing like a 30 minute episode just to air out for you but other than that we'll probably be spending time with our families and you know with all that being said here's to another week And we love you, we hear you, and we hope you hear us. Hear it, unheard of. And once again, I'm Jared, and I'm Arthur, and this was unheard of. Brought
1: to you by the Big Bass.